0: They assume that delaying baptism is the appropriate path for most Christians. During our lunch, Matthew expressed these beliefs. I realize that Christians in many other places in the world make precisely the opposite error. They assign very little importance to baptism. Baptism may be a rite you undertake when you're old enough or an unimportant exercise left optional to each believer. It's a box, checked off the spiritual to-do list, and basically forgotten. Christians may fall into either error, assigning either too little or too much importance to baptism. In doing so, we risk losing the beauty and richness of a command that Jesus himself instituted and that Christian churches have celebrated for nearly 2,000 years. The solution is to embrace a biblical understanding of baptism that immerses us deeply in the gracious and efficacious work of our Lord Jesus Christ on behalf of sinners. What is Baptism? In the most basic terms, Baptism is a sign and a seal. As the Westminster Confession of Faith puts it in chapter 28, Baptism is a sign and seal of the covenant of grace, of the believers engrafting into Christ, of regeneration, of remission of sins, and of his giving up unto God, through Jesus Christ, to walk in newness of life. A sign is a symbol pointing to a greater reality or idea. Baptism is a neon light flashing, gospel, gospel, gospel. When the church practices baptism, she testifies to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and signifies the sinner's union with Christ in all he did and accomplished on our behalf but baptism, and the Lord's Supper too for that matter, is also a seal. The sacraments are not only signs that point our attention back to Jesus Christ as presented in the gospel, and thus remind us of his grace offered to the whole world. They are also seals, which assure us that God's grace and promise are given to us in particular. This word seal, which used in the context of the Reformation referred to the wax imprint that marked a document as official and legally binding in this context baptism is the seal whereby god takes the general promise of the gospel and applies it to us in particular in the ancient world the same word also refers to marks on the body brands or tattoos which functioned as a mark of ownership we are marked by christ's death and resurrection as witnessed both by baptism and the Lord's Supper. A ruler or king might affix his seal to an official edict or law. Correspondence received from a magistrate or influential person would bear the imprint or seal belonging to his office or family, or a slave might bear the markings of his owner. Recipients and the public would thereby recognize the bearer of such a seal or marking as belonging to its owner. In baptism, God places his mark upon the one baptized. The repentant and professing Christian receives the seal of heaven's ownership. God speaks to us in baptism. This one, so marked or sealed, belongs to me. In modern evangelicalism, people often speak of making a public profession of faith. That phrase has come to be associated with things such as responding to altar calls, praying certain prayers, or signing response cards. In general, these actions focus on what we say to God. Unfortunately, many of these practices leave us thinking solely about what we say, not realizing that God wishes to speak of His love to His people. And they make what we say the decisive action or speech. But the Bible strongly supports none of those practices. The apostles in the early church, however, did have a way for repentant sinners to make a public profession to signify their faith in Christ while receiving the seal of God's salvation, baptism, the beauty of baptism. The beauty of baptism may be observed by considering what baptism signifies, for baptism wonderfully associates the believer with the many riches found in Christ. The Atonement of Christ. First, baptism visibly portrays the atonement that Jesus accomplished. Redemption and the remission of sins are central to Christ's work, and therefore central to the meaning of baptism colossians chapter 2 verses 13 through 15 say when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature god made you alive with christ